Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 295 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. Yeah, I am here yet again. And Surprising. Right? Yes, I'm back. Nobody else because they're all assholes. Are you back from outer space? Yes. Uh, oh. I haven't been on the show for several weeks. A couple of them, huh? Yeah, well, what? It caused Anne to ask if I was... Yeah, uh, like if you got kicked out. Like I got kicked <laughs> off the show. I'm like, I don't know. How does that happen in a show called Department of Offense? Well, you know, we needed a break from trench coat jokes, so... But didn't somebody, like, try to make one when I was Oh, yeah, gone? no, no. They got. They keep getting forced in. Don't worry. You've created a legacy that will never die. I, I gotta listen to these, because I don't know. I almost forgot about that. You, I don't, you I, brought it up. <laughs> I might have tried to squeeze one in, but it was, I'm sure it was really stupid. Because like all church coat jokes, so they're all really oh, dumb. Oh right, like minor, g- <laughs> like all of them. I, yeah, yeah. No, they're all pretty much the worst, and it's fine. Yeah. Speaking of Anne, we should give a shout out to Anne because she had knee surgery. Oh, that's right. So all she had for company was our stupid podcast. Yeah, I'm. I feel sorry for her. Bionic Anne. She's going to have like a robot knee and she'll kick people right straight in the butt hole. Is it, is it Bionic <laughs> come Ando? Can she kick people yeah. places that aren't the butthole? Like, or is it only butthole? It's like it only targets the butthole. It's, it's, a, heat, it's, it's a butthole seeking foot. Right. Anne will kick whomever. <laughs> and uh, Anne taught she's us how be, to use the tower properly. She's going to have to be careful uh, not to uh, break her oh, at the, the beer tower? Yep. No, with that, yeah. with that robotic uh, knee, she's going to have to be careful that she doesn't break her foot off in somebody's ass. Yeah. Okay, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we get too deep here, I should probably give a shout out to our sponsors, specifically our patrons, um, and specifically our Black Belt patron, Andy Thompson. If you'd like to become a patron, head over to patreon.com slash blindedstudios, uh, and you can become a patron too. And uh, most of our patrons, specifically our Black Belt ones, get superpowers. Like Andy Thompson, I hear, since he became a patron, he can eat whatever he wants. And then he just shits gold bricks. That's insane. It's amazing. Like, can he crazy. do different shapes? Yeah, no, it, it's whatever shape he wills in his mind. That's insane. Like his his colon though is not holding up very well though. So like our uh, our condolences to the family. <laughs> I wanna, yeah, but at least they're gonna be rich. Andy, yeah. Andy, I want Andy. Are you listening, dude? I want a golden monkey. <laughs> Although, yeah, he's able to like will like different shapes, like you know, play doh like machines. Like, he just, just kind of like that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You know, some of those were just like sh- like sp- a bunch of spaghetti shapes shooting out. So that that'd be fucking yep. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. So if you'd like to be as awesome as Andy, head over to patreoncom to become a patron today. And if you're going to do any Amazon shopping, uh, head over to blindstudios.com. Click on the Amazon link on our homepage. Your Amazon shopping as normal, and it gives us uh, a little bit of money from Amazon. So really, you're just taking money away from them and giving it to us, yeah. which is awesome. And you know. Amazon could do with less money. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Carlos, my friend, my colleague, the person who lives in this house with me. What have you been up to this week? Yeah, not much. That's yeah. that, is, is that the fucking end of what you're going to say? <laughs> well, I, what, I, what I've been up to is, I don't know, like I've 
I don't know, listen to the podcast, uh, record Soundwave uh, yesterday. What was your topic on Soundwave? It was uh, Complimentary Songs, Volume 3. Uh, just uh, songs what? that gave you compliments? No, it's uh, songs Carlos that... Rules. I've never <laughs> heard that song. No, Complimentary <laughs> Songs exist. are where... Uh, <laughs> Where we just like would uh, like for our list, we'll have like three sets of uh, of paired songs. Like in the paired songs, are least like they complement themselves. Like, well, for example, on uh, one of mine was like an easy one. It was like when I came up with the idea for for this, like it's fine time to do volume three. I just did the the Highwayman, you know, from with Johnny Cash and all that. And then there, I also just I paired that with the High Woman, which is like the the High Woman is a basically a recent album that came out with like a bunch of country singers and Brandy Carlisle. Weird. So, and they, and they no, and they did. So they just did like a female version of it, and like uh, I just paired the two of them because it worked well. Intriguing. If you want to hear the other ones that we paired, you'd have to listen to the episode, which comes Sounds up. Sounds good because we're not going to go over it right now. Yeah, no, that comes out Casey. next week. I don't want to do an episode of Soundwave for Department of Offense. <laughs> <laughs> Be a very one-sided episode of Soundwave too. Man, you're not being very supportive of Carlos right now. I'm well, sorry, Carlos. Casey disappointed would have, in you. Casey would bring a lot of like uh, Civil War era <laughs> songs. I did that like three times. Really, on purpose or like you on surprised purpose. him or what? Like no, he just kind of like, like what? Goober peas fits into a lot of things, and so does Dixie. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to argue with you about Dixie, but Goober peas for real. That's a great song. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you not like peanuts? Oh, I like peanuts. I thought you. I. I guess I didn't. Make yeah, goober that, peas or peanuts. Oh yeah. Well, then we're cool. Casey, oh. you stop being a goober. Well, okay. <sighs> Thanks, Carlos. You're, you're, have you been up to anything else, or do we get to move on? No, now? I haven't been doing anything. <laughs> it's been one of those weeks where, like, I'll be like looking at Netflix. You know, I should watch something, and I just don't watch something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool story, bro. Yeah. No. I watched a little comedy Bang Bang, though, but that was fun. Oh, okay. Nice. All right. Brian, my friend, what have you been up to? Yes. Uh, all sorts of stuff, man. Uh, Oktoberfest season is upon us. Uh, went to Rush River uh, and checked out their Oktoberfest. That was a fun time. They had some brats and such. Ooh. They had a bunch of, they had the, a bunch of the local breweries on tap, so that was fun. Uh, tried out. Uh, I like always like that Pitchfork uh, um, Oktoberfest Meritson that they do. It's a good one. Yep. And then um, what the hell else? I don't know. Like I said, it's been a few weeks, but you know we're throwing together a milkshake. Or we threw together a milkshake kettle sour IPA. You guys didn't do anything for like GABF, right? No, okay. I. You know, honestly, um, it. <sighs> I'm not. I not to. I, I'm not talking trash, but I don't really see a reason to go to it. Okay. Um, it's it's another one of those places where there's going to be a lot of people, and it's going to annoy me. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, there's like the craft brewers conference, and then there's like the homebrew conference, and then there's GABF. Um, and if you want to talk about like a giant beer festival, my favorite is here in the Midwest at uh. The great, the great taste of the Midwest in Madison. Yeah, and you guys did that a few. That was in September. Yeah, and I mean, I've been. I think that was my. That's the one that you actually go to every year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because you know, <laughs> we've discussed this. I don't. I, I I own a brewery. I co-own a brewery, but I don't really like going to beer festivals. That's because beer festivals are the second worst part about owning a brewery. Ugh, uh, the, I, I feel like the worst part is not being able to brew. Yeah. I don't brew. I don't do that anymore either. 
<laughs> just do other stuff. You just do the uh, you know the important things, <laughs> yeah. like the paperwork. Hey, you yeah, know, I do a shitload of. I guess I'm gonna come with Brian. I also don't brew. <laughs> Whoa! Do we have more shit in common than that? <laughs> You're both kind of tall. Yeah. Do you uh, like beer? Yeah, it's okay, I guess. You like D and D? Yeah. You like crisp high fives? I don't know what you're talking about. What? What? You don't like a crisp high five? Oh, a crisp high five. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. You like high five. Like a good crisp one. Like yeah. it's brand new, just coming out of the factory. No, I thought you said like crisp high five. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. That's that's when you have a high five with a Chris. That's your real name. I really, <laughs> I really, I, you know, I really prefer like the lo-fi music over the hi-fi music. Do you guys remember when I discovered that your name was actually Chris and I was like devastated? <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I, I've heard it's happened to so many different people on the show that it's, it's hard to narrow it down I, to which one was you. But I said to Justin, I was like, did you know that his name's actually Chris and not Carlos? And he's, you know, he's, so he's not, he's not Mexican. And Justin was like, he's a, like a, a tall white dude. Like, what? <laughs> you thought his name was fucking Carlos? And I was like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, that's a good oh, response Jesus. to it. You know, there's some days when I'm like, Brian's smarter than me, and today's nope. one of those. Because <laughs> nope. he has an extra beer, and I don't. No. Oh, oh, if you're talking about that, Are, yeah, are you like, worried that yeah. you don't have enough beers around here? No, I'll be fine. Well, yeah. unless this beer sucks, and then I won't <laughs> oh, be yeah. fine. That, um, but yeah, we're not quite there yet. Um, you're ready. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, I don't know. Just the blah, 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 brewery things, blah, blah, blah. Uh, what else? I, yeah, nothing super exciting. I don't know. It's fall. Yeah. It's about to be it's like a beautiful day. We saw a bunch of people mowing their lawns. Yeah, three. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, yeah, it's definitely fall. It's Sunday. It is. Because I know what day of the week it is. Yeah, sure. you just you learned that. Job. Yeah. No. yeah, you got a J-O-B. Yeah, so I always know what day of the week it is now. So now that you now that you have more in common with Job, are you worried that everything's going to get struck down around you by God just to test your faith? Do I get a book about me? They're tricks, not illusions, Michael. <laughs> oh wait! <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> wrong, wrong, Job. No, I, I like that. That's good. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> There's a reason why I come down to this basement every Sunday. <laughs> Fuck yeah! All right. That's that. What about you? Um, yeah. So my brother's birth or birthday wedding was last weekend, uh, which I talked a little bit about last week yeah. on the show. Um, this week, uh, I went to Can Can Wonderland, uh, played some putt putt. That was a blast. Uh, if you remember back uh, three four weeks ago, I think we uh, we designed our own putt putt courses. Oh shit! I was uh, not here what, for that. Yep. I thought that was like. Has it really been that long? It was. Yeah. A, it was a while ago. I think. I don't think I've been here for like three weeks, man. Wow. Yep. Yeah, because it was right after uh, the. Uh, uh, I got kicked out of the golf course. Wow. <laughs> it just felt like it was. Just, it, felt, it felt like it was I last like that week that story. We, we talked about it. Um, anyway, so yeah, so I went there, uh, putted on the the uh, the formerly uh, longest uh, hole in in putt putt. Wait, what? It's not the longest hole. Of Someone putt-putt. bested it. Oh yeah, before it opened. That's annoying. Yeah, like somebody like just like came in under the wire and beat it. 
Lame. Yep. Uh, so I did that. That was fun. I did, I did pretty good. So they think about maybe cheating somehow, like uh, to change the length of it. Uh, it's a very long hole. It's long. It's you know, fun. if you added like fun. a loop that like went like around, would you have to count the loop itself, or just count like a straight line from beginning to I, end? I think you can count the loop, dude. They have. So a, they just. But there there is, there is a big loop one. They have a. Oh yeah. Well, the one where you like hit it and it goes up into all that junk. Oh no, that one was fun. No, but there's also Did one you like see how many balls big... were stuck in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's also just one that's a big loop de loop. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so Can Can Wonderland, for those of you who don't know, is a uh, it's like an arcade and mini golf, like indoor mini well, golf in uh But but specify the, the arcade. It's old It's like old school, school arcade, arcade games. Yeah. Um and the uh all the all the mini golf holes were built by local artists. Yeah, all eighteen holes were different. Yep. Yeah, so so a artists. different artist did a different hole, um, and like a lot of the money goes back into the art community and stuff. So well, it's very where it's cool. located northeast, that's kind of the arts district in the twin in Minneapolis. I shouldn't. Say uh, it's twin in St. Paul, or rather St. Paul, yep. but it's close enough to northeast. But yep. there are actually two in you know the Twin Cities. It's Minneapolis and St. Paul. There are actually like two distinct art districts in yep. each of those cities. So anyway. Yeah, um, and then it's also uh, attached to that building is uh, Blackstack Brewing. So I went there, checked out some of their beers. Uh, had had a really good pale ale, had a very disappointing pilsner, and a really good uh, Mexican lager. So it was like, like all a, I ever see them advertising is those um, milkshake hazy hazy IPA. Yeah. Oh no, there was like four hazy IPAs yeah. on the thing. I mean, and that's fine if that's what yeah. you do. Whatever. That's well. Isn't that like Barrel Theory? They only make like. Yeah, yeah. Barrel Theory only like, three, like three well, three they also do sours. They they have a key lime sour that tastes just like key lime pie, and it's so good. Uh, yeah, it's like a good, good like yeah, cram cracker. I actually tried that. I've only been to their brewery once, but yeah, no, they're pretty. They're pretty. Yeah, I want a key lime popular. pie beer. It's so good. We do one at the brewery by request. Oh, well, I mean, request. then I. Then he's going to request it. I, I don't know, like, if you mean by request, like, somebody just says, hey, you know what? That beer sounds good. You should make that. That sounds good. I'll have that. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about by request? I I hear your request, Carlos. All right. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so then yesterday. Oh, that's right. We were doing Casey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're still on me. Sorry. Still on me. <laughs> it's me time. Uh, so yesterday I started playing uh, the Untitled Goose Game. Uh, where you are just an asshole goose, and you honk, you go honk, 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 honk. God, that's all. I mean, it's and 20 bucks. Yeah, I've, I've taken a gander at that game. <laughs> Man. That was just foul. I'm sorry to bring this podcast down a little bit. Yeah, well, it was four, it was four stars, now it's three. Um, But yeah, so if you haven't heard of this game, basically you play a goose who is on a terrorist rampage through a small English village. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Did you review the game (laughs) online? Because it's... I almost spit beer on this microphone. (laughs) Um, so, like, to give you an example, in the first level, one of your objectives is to force the gardener to wear his sun hat. The way you do this is he puts up a no goose sign. You take the no goose sign down and then wait until he's (laughs) trying to hammer it back in and then honk at the right time. So he hits his thumb and then he falls over in pain and then you steal his hat. Wow. Yeah. So you're an asshole That's goose. That's one of the ways to take his hat off. There's multiple ways to oh. get through the level. Do you, okay, so what are the, the four things you can do are... You can honk. Yep. You can flap your wings. Yep. 
you can grab things mm-hmm. and you can run. Can you bite? I mean, if by grab things, you, know, you, like, you use it with your mouth. You can grab flesh. Uh, I haven't done that, uh, but you can. I stole a man's slippers while he was reading his paper off of his feet. You bastard! <laughs> you, I didn't know goose ever going to do that to me. I also stole the gardener's keys. I trapped a child in in a uh, in a phone in a phone booth. That's fucked up. <laughs> That's, I mean, and then, oh, that sounds no, illegal. The, the best part is, is not only did I do that, I uh, I also untied his shoes and then started honking at him so he fell over and his glasses fell off his With face. The kid? And then I stole his glasses. Oh my God, Casey. Yeah. I'm telling you, this is a terrorist goose. This is a whole different yeah. side of you. <laughs> I know, the worst thing, though, I've heard that it can happen is like you just throw the gardener's rake in the lake. Oh, yeah, no, that's that's an objective. You <laughs> yeah. have to do that. Yeah, you have to throw his rake in the lake. Oh, for Christ. Okay, well, this is causing me to open my <laughs> computer to look and see what the fuck this shitty goose looks like. <laughs> it looks like a goose. I mean, it's a goose. Goose game. Does it seem like a thing that will get your goose? Yeah, that's Maybe. not. That's not. That's not. A, that's not a saying. Carlos, get my goose. That's like, really gets my goose. No, no, it's get your goat. Goat. <laughs> I didn't get your goat. <laughs> <laughs> Not in Carlos's world. <laughs> oh, wow. This is interesting. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I guess I People was, uh, out there, Google along with me. If you Google it, Unless along. you're driving. Google don't. untitled goose game. Look at that goose. He's stealing like a radio or something. Oh, yeah, no, the goose is an asshole. He steals shit all the time. I also locked a woman in her own garage. Well, I mean, wait a minute, Is there wait a, a time minute. that geese aren't Whose assholes? Whose goose is it, though? Is it just a free-range goose? It's a free-range it? goose. Yeah. It's just like... It's a goose on a mission. Does it have a name or anything? It's goose. It's just a goose. The game is literally untitled goose game. Oh, wow. I I see see the goose honking at the kid. Yeah. Yeah. Honk, honk, honk. It says untitled goose game is the perfect way to unleash your inner asshole. (laughs) Ah, I see Casey has subscribed readily to this. Love the goose game. <sighs> Love it. Shit, now I gotta buy this stupid game. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. All right. Uh, well, should we have some beer, guys? Yeah, yeah we can do that. That's a yes. thing we do on the show, right? Yeah. All right. So we have um, Borealis Brew um, from Kawina uh, Brewing Company. Jeez, <clears throat> excuse me. Where's Kawina? Uh, yeah, let me Ka- pull this Kawi- up. Kawina? Kawina? I'm assuming about Northern Peninsula of uh, Michigan. UP, uh, mean, yep. Upper Peninsula. They're from Michigan. You know, the northern one, yeah. All right, find us. Carlos beats <laughs> to his own, or no, like, Carlos has his own drummer. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> Sounds like you do, too. <laughs> Shut up. So, uh, this, this, is, this is Borealis Brew. Um, it is a coffee-infused amber ale. Uh, Borealis Brew is a blend of cold brew Borealis coffee from uh, Kawina uh, Coffee Works uh, in Kalamut, Michigan, and an amber-style ale. The delightful flavor from the medium roast coffee combined with the mild sweetness of the caramel malt shines through this lightly hopped beverage. Uh, I picked this up when I was uh, killing time at Total Wine. Calumet, Michigan. Yeah, that's what I said. I well, I was I know I was I was rereading it, but Cal, you met Michigan and a coffee is it is it in the upper? I don't know. It's got it has the Upper Peninsula on the can. Enhance. It does have the Upper up there. 
I like the can, the can art, like with the uh, with the aurora borealis. I mean, don't get me wrong; that could just be on the can. It could just be a random shape they drew that just happens to look like the Upper Peninsula. So I mean, that's possible. Yep, it is. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, I like the can art. It's kind of cool. Yeah, the labels are kind of shiny. It's a it's yeah. a coffee beer that's a coffee infused. That's not a stout. Yeah, shiny things. All right, so Carlos, uh, well, what do you think? What do you think? You know, the coffee is a little subtle in there to me, but that might be just because I'm still like there's a little bit of a uh, peanut butter in my glass still from that uh, peanut butter ale. Do you get a, like a metallic aroma? That's all I'm smelling. I, that's why you you and I were looking at each yeah. other like I do not because okay. I do not think my nose works properly. Yeah, I smell like, like cocaine. That's uh, not cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a broken human can you, being. Can you imagine? Carlos on cocaine, like he would, like you know how he like runs all of his words together. Like it would be even worse. It just, it just be like, <laughs> it just be like white noise, just like. <laughs> but you're saying, I, <laughs> but, uh, I, like I, but would I want to do stuff more? Probably. Yeah, you would. <laughs> yep, you would. <laughs> I do a lot of. Cocaine. All right, Brian. Thoughts. <laughs> uh, meh. Yeah, sorry. Yep. <laughs> Metallic aroma, uh, so like not like maybe like really copper necessarily, but like just metal. No, like, yeah, just like uh, almost like tinny. Like mm-hmm. mm. that's something that coffee can do, though. No, like, no head whatsoever. Yep. Um, coffee flavor is really subtle. Um, yeah, the coffee is subtle. I'm trying to read this canning date. This can is bad to read on. The body is lacking severely. Um, should have mashed higher on this one for sure. But I think one problem with coffee is that there's a lot of like coffee oil in coffee, and so it will kill the head. So something they could do is to add malt <clears throat> that promotes... Like carafoam or something Right, promotes like that. body, uh, mash higher temp, and then uh, would probably could do with like some oats or wheat or something. So reading from from the can and then kind of tasting it, I think they added cold brew to it. Yeah. Which is immediately going to thin it out. Yep. Um, well, the ratio is, it's, you know, I mean, I don't know what size their batches are, but yeah. I don't know. Well, those don't look mean, like pretty big tanks. Those are definitely 60s, at least. But... Yeah, I don't mean to rip this one a new one, but I, yeah, meh. Yeah, a little disappointing. Um, I've never had any other beers before, so it was kind of a shot in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, it's very, very like thin bodied. Yeah. Um, flavor wise, it's not like it's not bad. Like, I see what they were going for. Coffee's subtle. There's like a almost like a chocolatey. Well, and then they say amber ale, but I mean, this is this is beyond. Amber. Too. I th- well, so I think it was amber before they added the coffee. Could be. I'm just saying, yep. like from experience, like the ratio of like coffee to beer is pretty, you know, negligible. Mm-hmm. It's it's not like on a homebrew level where you're like, oh, if I put like this little tiny amount of dark malt in, it's gonna make it super fucking dark. But if you put that like small amount of coffee in, it's not. I mean, especially with how little coffee flavor I get. Yeah. Um, I am one positive to this is that. 
it's not acrid or overly roasty yep. with the coffee, which is the reason why you do cold brew when you add coffee to Instead beer. of the beans. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. All right, Carlos, give me a number. I feel this could use more coffee in there, but, uh, you know, it's it's fine. I'm going to give it a six. All right, Brian. I'm just going to five it, man. I don't... Yeah, I'm. I'm. There, thinking, there's, there's no off flavor. Yep. Uh, it's, it's obviously like they did a good job making. So, do you think the metallic or, aroma comes from the coffee? Uh, yeah, that's, it could. Okay. I don't know. I, that's, I, that's another one I'd have to really look up. Like, okay. why does beer taste metallic? I don't know. I'm not really getting a ton of metallic flavor. No, no, no. Just the aroma. Just, just the aroma. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give it a five. Like five seems good. Like, yeah, it's, it's a decent beer. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd buy it again. Doesn't taste like, but poop. it doesn't. We, we've had we've had bad beers, and this is not like a bad beer. I think the carbs a bit low on it too, but for some reason breweries are kind of carbing a little lower these days, which is that's because they carb like I do. They don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. These guys need to start carb loading. Yep, just yeah. spaghetti all the time. <laughs> Man, he's really not zinging them. <laughs> he's he's kind he's kind of just like shooting into the dirt right now, <laughs> and you know what? I'm fine with that. You know, Carlos, if you if you shoot in the dirt and then draw a bullseye around where you shot in the dirt, it'll it'll look like you're a good shot. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. All right. <laughs> Just gotta lower the bar. Just lower the bar. Just keep lowering it. Eventually, be fine. With Casey, that's me. All right. Well, before Carlos trips over that low bar he's setting for himself, <laughs> uh, a male cat has been left needing a glucose drip after it mated with at least five females in one night when he was let out of his cage by pet hotel staff. Oh Jesus! Uh, Zhao Pi, a Russian blue, was left at the pet hotel by his owners, Mister and Mrs. Zhao. Uh, in Guangdong uh, province in South China, Mr. Zhao uh, said he had specifically told the business that uh, Xiao Pi uh, had not been neutered. I thought they'd be professional, but the staff member didn't feed Zhao Pi during the day and let him out to roam freely at night. Uh, that's right. All the cats were free to walk around the shop, and then the employee went home. Between around 10.40 p.m. and 5 a.m., my cat mated with five female cats, and those are the only ones I could see on the CCTV footage. Uh, Zhao claims the pet uh, hotel staff then blamed him for the incident and complained that some of the cat owners weren't planning on having kittens. He said, Some of them? <laughs> they had the nerve to be upset with me. They wanted me to explain the situation to all their other owners. My fucking cat is exhausted and on a glucose drip, and this is my fault? <laughs> he said the, the F word is in there? Yeah. Or did you add it? No, it's in there. That's pretty great. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I'm on his side. They fucked up. Dude, me too. This is kind of like, you know, your sandwich thing. Like, they didn't fuck up. You did. Yeah. Um, Wait, that, <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. Not that at all. I'm just kidding. Zhao later revealed the pet hotel apologized and offered to pay uh, for Zhao Pei's uh, fluid therapy. He added, they're going to compensate each pregnant cat's owner 500 uh, renminbi, or 110 New Zealand dollars, and have promised to sell any kittens on their behalf. The other owners have also told me they'll either give me a kitten or a uh, thousand uh, renminbi, or $220, if their cats turn out to be pregnant. 
Jeez. A pedigree uh, Russian blue can be worth anything between $680 to well over $2,000. Yeah. Zhao that's said an expensive cat. The IP has since regained his strength and is in stable condition. This cat almost fucked himself to death. That's crazy. <laughs> that darn cat. <laughs> Never see Garfield getting into that kind of shit. No. So wait, what, what kind of cat is a Russian blue? Like, I, is is this the thing that people know? Oh, like, here we go. It's like a. Here. It's not actually blue. Oh, it's like no, a, it's not. But they're they're pretty handsome looking cats. Oh, yeah. these are nice looking cats. Exactly. They they have fur, unlike those non furry cats. Yeah, they're gray. So, yeah. in certain lights, they look blue. Like uh. a blue light, maybe. <laughs> Well, no, like, I, like there's there's some photos on here where they, yeah, I guess there might just be, like, a blue filter on it, but they do kind of, like, shimmering silver to a darker slate gray. It is their short, dense coat, which... I think it's silly, though, that some of the other owners were like, yeah, we'll give you some money if our cat ends up being pregnant. Well, so the thing is, like, it, Russian blue kittens are worth a lot. Yeah, but it's not, it's not going to be a pure... Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. It's just going to be... It's, it's gonna, China. It's fine. There's they're knockoff problem. Russia. They're, they're, they're knockoff blues. Mm. No, I'm looking at other cat kinds of cats. <laughs> All right. So it started off as an impromptu teaching moment for her young stepchildren. Uh, Tilly Buchanan and her husband had been installing insulation in their garage and had stripped off their clothes just inside their home to get the itchy materials off their skin. She was topless when her stepchildren bounded down the stairs. The children were a little embarrassed at the sight, but Buchanan told them they shouldn't treat her differently because she was a woman. They aren't uncomfortable seeing their dad's chest, she told them, so it shouldn't be different for her. This isn't a sexual thing, she recalled telling the children. I should be able to wear exactly what my husband wears. You shouldn't be embarrassed about this. But apparently state officials don't have the same view. Where in the hell is this going? After uh, getting wind of what Buchanan had uh, had thought was an innocent encounter, they filed criminal charges against the 27-year-old West Valley City woman. What? Uh, she now she's now facing three counts of lewdness involving a child, a class A misdemeanor. If convicted, she could land in jail and stay on the sex offender registry for the next ten years. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, that's stupid. Yep. She's been fighting the case since prosecutors filed it in February, and soon her attorney, Randy Richards, um, good alliteration by the way, uh, plans <laughs> to ask a judge to find that Utah's lewdness statute is unconstitutional because it discriminates against women. Buchanan faces criminal penalties for being shirtless in her own home, uh, Richards argues, while her husband was also in the same state of undressed and is not charged. I've I've heard some of the arguments for like why they why they didn't take the law off the books and it's disgusting. It's oh, it's, it's fucking Utah. Their, their arguments were just not good at all. Like what? Like what? What were the? Uh, it was basically like how uh, like if they you know if they repealed that law, then it'd be okay to molest like a a, a girl's chest. It was like no, 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 no. It's not okay to Those molest two different things. Chest. It's not okay to molest any child's chest. Like what the fuck's wrong with that? Yeah, like that's a completely fucking <laughs> yeah. different thing. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Is a breast is a is a breastfeeding mother um, in a in a state of lewdness with her child because the baby can see the tit? I know. Like, it's so it's fucking stupid. Stupid. People and this dumb. is like just after what wasn't like there like another city that like made it like legal for women to be. It was oh maybe that was a Canadian city. Yeah, it definitely wasn't Utah. No, it was the not people Utah. that are wasting their time on that. Yeah. Get a um, fucking hobby. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Um, the fact that this was in the privacy of one's 
owns home is real troubling, the attorney said. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> is that what's on your screen? <laughs> uh, different people have different moral positions as far as nudity. Like many criminal cases, critical details are in dispute. No one can quite pinpoint when this incident took place. Buchanan thinks it happened in fall 2016, while prosecutors put the time frame uh, as November 2017 and January 2018. So nobody could fucking even say when this fucking happened. So did they, like, did she do it more, more than once then? I mean... No, it doesn't sound like it. Like, yeah, well. it's, it sounds like the one incident is what's in question and nobody can fucking pinpoint when it happens. Even if it happened more than once, who gives a shit? It was in her own goddamn house with her own goddamn kids. Like, she wasn't doing anything wrong to them. Like... If anything, she was normalizing the... Man, the, we were not there. She may have been shaking them around, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like... Probably not. If like, was it, what, 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 was it, what were they doing? No, no, what was it? The, the look on your face. No, no, what, what was it? Because they were getting... They had, like, insulation. Yeah, they, they, they were covered in insulation. Shut up, Brian. Like, probably... <laughs> Probably don't want to be touching yourself with your bare hands if you've been handling Well, Brian, if I ever hear <laughs> that you are shaking your tits at your children, you I will be... do not want to see what my tits look like, because they're like they're like an A cup, at least. Well, I mean, please don't explain. Please don't tell us what they look like. You want to see them, Carl? No, I'm good. I will be filing charges for lewdness in front of a Carlos. I'm totally going to flash you later. There are like three cameras down here right now, so I'm going to, you know... <laughs> All right. A 29-year-old man told uh, Lufkin police officers that the voodoo made him try to smuggle items out of Walmart without paying for them. Oh, that makes sense, because that's uh, happened to me. <laughs> Joshua Allen Renfro of Hemp Hill was booked into the Angelina County Jail on a Class B misdemeanor theft between $100 and $750 charge. He's released from jail later Thursday after he posted bail. Um, according to the Lufkin PD media report, the alleged incident occurred at the, at the Walmart store located at 2500 Daniel McCall Drive. Uh, Renfo was caught after he allegedly tried to smuggle more than $400 worth of merchandise out of the store in a plastic tote. After Renfo was arrested, he kept telling LPD, LPD officers that the voodoo made him try to steal the items from the Walmart. Uh, he also told them that the voodoo told him not to brush his teeth that morning. Was the, <laughs> the voodoo? The voodoo tells me not to brush my teeth, but that's just the voodoo being I'm really drunk and don't feel like getting up <laughs> from my bed. I I mean, is it like just the rogue voodoo donuts beer? Like uh, the voodoo? The, and who do the voodoo? <laughs> you do. You do the voodoo. I I do the voodoo. All right. Uh, Madison man is behind bars after threatening a resident with a knife and then stealing his motorcycle until he accidentally lost control, fell off, and was arrested. Uh, Madison police say they quickly arrived to the scene after the victim called 911. The victim says he had just parked his motorcycle in his driveway on East Johnson Street when a stranger arrived. The stranger suddenly drew a knife, demanded keys to the bike, and told him not to call the police. I honestly, like, for a minute, thought this was Jake. Like, was the victim. Jake Tom? No, our, our buddy Jake, who used to oh. live in Matt. Like, I, I just, then I remember that he moved out of Madison this year. So, so, so wait, somebody. Like, but they, he used they, to live on East Johnson. He stole a motorcycle and said, like, hey, don't tell any, the cops that I stole your motorcycle. I know, that's what yeah. I was going to say. Like, oh, really? Oh, okay. I, oh, so I won't. Okay. Well, I mean, if you tell somebody you're not going to do something, you can't do that thing. Oh. That's legally binding. Yeah, that's true. Uh,. <laughs> The victim instead threw the keys into the grass, uh, ran off, and called 911. 
Uh, meanwhile, the suspect hopped onto the bike and tried to start it. But by the time he fired it up, officers had arrived. And instead of driving away successfully, he accidentally popped a wheelie and the bike shot out from under him. Hell yeah. The suspect tried to outrun <laughs> the officers, but they caught up and arrested him. The knife was located and the suspect went to jail. If I'm going out... <laughs> I wonder what kind of damage was done to the motorcycle, though. Uh, probably a lot. Probably a lot. Uh, Madison police wrote in a live report on Friday, it turns out the speedy, the speedier and uh, potentially much more effective getaway was stymied by a uh, sticky starter button. The victim explained to officers that one of his... Uh, that... The one on his bike is somewhat problematic and can take some proper finessing before you're good to go. That's such a fucking Madison, Wisconsin article. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Madison, like, for those of you who oh, don't yeah, live see, in Oh, yeah, see, it's state, got a sticky starter. So, uh, you know, it's probably why you didn't Madison get away. is our state capital that feels like it's a big city, but it's not. And they try so hard, but then shit like this happens. <laughs> Um, Spain's Prime Minister, Pedro Sanchez, has confused uh, Jamón Ibérico, uh, the prized Spanish ham, with run-of-the-mill Jamón Serrano uh, in a gaffe on par with the French politician referring to a fine burgundy as Planck. Oh, shit. Speaking at the centuries-old... my house! <laughs> at the centuries-old livestock fair in Zafra, uh, in Extremadura, western Spain, Sanchez left his audience open-mouthed when he told... Them. You can be sure that when the Chinese president visited Spain, he would have been served a plate of jamón serrano um, from Extremadura. Extremadura is the cradle of jamón ibérico, a delicacy capable of throwing Spaniards of all political persuasions into a gastro gastronomic swoon. Have you guys had ibérico ham? No. No, I don't It's it fucking amazing. So, say, like, say it, it slowly. Ibérico? Okay. Ham. Okay. It's so, so it's some sort of pork product, then. Yes, it's, it's a pork it's, it's an it's an aged pork product from Spain that is one of the most delicious things I've ever put in my mouth. Wow, it's <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> uh, like it's yeah, it, it it's very hard to describe. But once you have it, all other ham will so, seem like shit. So that's on the list. Like, this expensive ham is on the list, along with that burrito you found in this hole-in-the-wall place. Yeah, it's right <laughs> up there. And that 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 uh, the soft-shell crab sandwich that I had, uh, I still have dreams about. Right. Wow. Like it's, it's Soft-shell like, crab? Yeah. I love soft-shell crab. Soft-shell crab. Soft-shell crab. <laughs> you just deep-fry, man. There's none of that finicky, like, tearing shit apart. Like, you just get to eat it. I don't know. It's crab. Um, Extremadura is the uh, da, da, da. Uh, the local farmers association said it had dispatched some to Madrid, uh, some to Madrid to educate Sanchez, lest he once again cast his swine before pearls. The finest version wait, wait, of the so ham. He made a gaff and he gets some free pork. He was hoisted by his own petard. <laughs> Spain. <laughs> Lo siento. <laughs> That means I'm sorry to our listeners. <laughs> Thank you, Carlos. Disculpe, Carlos. Tall white guy. Uh, the finest version of the ham, uh, Hamon Ibirico, uh, Belota, Bellota, uh, is made from Iberian Blackfoot pigs or from 50% crossbreeds, which spend the last months of their lives roaming among... Uh, roaming the Dehesa, our Oakland pasture, feeding on grass and acorns. Once slaughtered, the legs are plunged into vats of salt and hung and dry cured over a range of temperatures for a minimum of 36 months. 
The hamones are cured for around four years. That's what. Yeah. Well. I mean, oh, the, I've heard of this. They yeah. have the like the local village women come in and they actually slap the ham. Slap the ham. Slap Just kidding. The that's ham. not true. I made that's that not up. Ham at the, <laughs> Commenting on what he called uh, Sanchez's serious error. Uh, error. Uh, Angel Garcia Blanco, the Farmers Association's president, said, We couldn't uh, hope for a better advertising campaign and a free one at that. As soon as I heard him utter this drivel, I thought, We have to make the most of this. Spain's love affair with pork goes back millennia, and last year the pig population reached nearly 50 million, making them more numerous than humans. As its popula- uh, popularity has grown internationally, especially in China, supplies of jamón ibérico uh, have not been able to keep uh, pace with demand, and the industry has been hit by a series of fraud scandals as suppliers attempt to pass off poor quality ham as top of the range. I don't know. These guys seem he's a little swiney to me. They're just he's gonna to slap playing the, a lot. You're just going to slap the ham out of uh, Carlos's mouth. needs to happen. But trust me, guys. Find some Ibirico ham and eat it, and then thank me later. Well, I would probably eat any sort of ham I need to put in front Google of me. that, too? I think I do. I think I need to look Look, look it up. It's it's like a deep red and like has like really big like delicious fat veins. It's so good. All right. Unhealthy food and games have been official bedfellows for decades beyond the snacks that line your average video and board gaming marathon. This includes licensed serial characters in 70s and 80s board games, cartoon food icons as pixelated gaming mascots, and modern promotional games like Burger King's Sneak King and KFC's recent I Love You, Colonel Sanders. Wait, was it Sneak King like... 15 years ago? Yes. Okay. So not so recent. This week, Wendy's got our attention by rolling out a veritable D20 die down our clogged arteries and into our hearts. On Thursday, the fast food restaurant chain released Feast of Legends, Rise from the Deep Freeze. This free 97-page PDF slaps cheeseburgers, fried chicken, frosty desserts, and french fries into a or onto a Dungeons & Dragons-style adventure that revolves around the years-old Wendy's slogan of Fresh Never Frozen. A phrase that is literally chanted by the townspeople in the village of Freshtovia. Do they nope. have a no? Nope. Do, do, no! do they have a fresh prince there? Fresh prince. <laughs> <laughs> See that it, one was Carlos. good, Carlos. Keep, yeah, that one was actually pretty good. Keep keep doing this. Uh, so you can find this at www.feastoflegends.com, um, and it is a free uh, RPG that I really feel like we need to run. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't think that we should give Wendy's the free advertising. I think they need to. But there's literally a, a castle there called the Beef's Keep. I think they need to supply. <laughs> no, no, I think they need to supply us with some lettuce sandwiches. The Beef's Keep. God damn, we're not going down this road again. Did, did we do that on the show? No, we did not do that. No, on the show. we did that at the bar, and we do not need to go that again. Down that again. I am the Beef's Keep. I mean, keeper. I'm just saying that my junior cheeseburger had more lettuce on there than beef, so I'm saying it's really more of a lettuce sandwich than a hamburger. <sighs> Just saying. Jesus Christ. Whatever. Yeah, so yeah, so there, there so it's the realm of, <laughs> It was a good lettuce sandwich. It's I'm the uh, it's it's the realm of beef's keep with the top bun mountains, the lake John the Silver. The top bun mountains. That sounds like muffin top. The the, the twin cities of Carl. What? Because you know Carl's Jr. Like Oh. Yep. Uh there's the French Fry Forest, there's the Roast Beach. Wait, is Carl Jr. related to Wendy's <laughs> at all? Like, there's the nation of Fresh Tovia. They talk about like what Hello from Magic Tavern. It's uh the uh, bur- who is this burger potentate? <laughs> yeah, that's always 
The Burger King. The Burger King. Who All is right. he? Uh, let's see. Stats. Uh, no, those are pretty much, pretty much. I'm, I'm just kind of going through this. I want to see if I can find the, the class list and see if it's ridiculous adventuring. Everybody um, knows, though, that the Frosty is the best class to go. Oh, with. God. Armor, armor, right? One, one of the armors is a fresh baked bun. I don't know. That sounds pretty weak, but uh, one is a red polo and black visor. Like that's some like heavy armor. Right? One is crispy chicken armor, which gives you plus two to defense. Bacon armor gives you plus three and is heavy. Right. Oh god! Knives, spoon, knife, fork. Gracias. Uh, spatula, ladle, frying pan. Oh, but you can get a great spoon, and that does one d eight damage. A great spoon. A great spoon. It's a heavy two-handed weapon. You know, what about like a straw that I can actually drink my frosty with without like, you know. Well, so there's a straw shot. Because um, like those regular straws just aren't good what, enough. What do you mean a straw shot? Well, so it's a ranged weapon. Oh, um, yeah, that makes yep. sense. <clears throat> uh, that does 1d6 damage. You can use the straw And it wrapper. has a range of, range of 30 feet. The straw wrapper is one piece yep. of ammo. Fucking a paring knife does 1d12 damage. Well, I don't, why why wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, it's I a mean, goddamn paring knife. Yeah, I've used those. Those are fucking dangerous. Yeah, man, I cut my hand one time. It was fucked up. That's amazing like? I'm not dead. <laughs> uh, any Wendy's salad uh, gives you an additional plus one to your defense stat for that day. Dude, we should run this. I mean, not- <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so buffs, like, if you if you bring any of this food... To the table, you get that kind of like munchkin. So, like any cheeseburger gives you plus one to your strength. Any chicken item gives you plus one to your arcana. Frosties are plus one to charm. French fries plus one to intelligence. <laughs> Beverages are plus one to grace. Oh. And then salads are plus one to defense. So, what are lettuce sandwiches worth then? You know the junior bacon cheeseburgers. That was. Mo- it's not mo- a lettuce goddamn th- lettuce. Sa- We're not going into this. No, not- We're not doing this. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, it's really more of a sandwich. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. So instead of classes, they have orders. All right. Oh. Yep. So we have um, order of the spicy chicken. Oh, that one sounds hardcore. I think that'd be the one for me. Yep. Order of the home style chicken. Yep. Nope. All right. So these are the orders of the chicken. Uh, Order of the grilled chicken. Why would you do that? Order of the Asiago Ranch Chicken. <laughs> order of the Chicken Nugs. Man, that Asiago Ranch Chicken sounds like a dick. Uh, there's also the Order of the Beef, which includes... <laughs> the order of the Beef. <laughs> which includes the Order of the Baconator. That might be. Order of the Junior Bacon Cheeseburger. Order of the Dave's Double. Order of the Double Stack. And then, finally, we have Order of the Sides, which is Order of the Frosty. Yeah, baby. Order of the French Fries. Order of the Baconator Fries. Order of the Chili. Order of Baconator Fries. An order of the baked potato. Like, well, we can bacon, find out. Is it like just fries with like bacon in there? Because like, how do I not know that to think? Because I need it. Um, well, let's get there. Hang on. Um, training in the art of the beef is rigorous, fairly, or particularly in Freshtovia. Whether while other nations have been known to take shortcuts, Freshtovia warriors do things the right way. Uh, but we're in side, side, sides. Order the sides. There are still many side paths in the world for those who see things differently than the rest of the realm. Their ways are unique and often needed in... Uh, a world of sameness. Those who study the art of the sides are the perfect complement to an epic combo. 
Um, so you want order of the Baconator fries? Those within the order of Baconator fries. No, I don't care about the order. I care about the actual Baconator fries. Know how fries. to crank everything up to 11. They're always looking to take their experiences to a higher and higher level. Like, are they just some sort of loaded fries? Because, I mean... Well, hang on. Let's fucking find out. I could go for some loaded fries right now. Probably not Wendy's loaded fries. But. Baconator fries. Um, our natural cut skin on sea salted fries topped with warm creamy cheese sauce, shredded cheddar, and crispy award or crispy applewood smoked bacon. Yeah, yeah, it sounds all right. Just all right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I, I would want my like a loaded fries to have more stuff on them. So here you you want to hear some so um. If you join the Order of the Baconator Fries, uh, at level one, you get grab and go. When engaged in combat, you do not have to use an action to break out. You can move away freely without risk of attack. You can also use a bonus action to move up to twice your movement. So basically, you're a rogue, right? <laughs> I think I think Baconator Fries make you a rogue. So I'm just going to put this out there that, you know, I'm not a big fan of Baconators in general. I don't yeah, know we've had that me. conversation, too. Do you eat a lot of Wendy's? I, I, I had, like, a Baconator, and it was like, you know, this is, you know, it's not that good. This like, episode a, had, brought to you by Wendy's. It had, a, <laughs> it had a lot of bacon. It better be. It had a lot of beef. But, you know, it just turns out that, like, it's not what I wanted. They have the square patties. Uh, yeah, they, they do have the square patties. And sometimes it's actually all the way on the bun and not sticking out to the side. Man, actually, Order of the Baconator kind of sucks. You don't get many skills. Um, yeah, it fucking sucks. Can you cross class? <laughs> can, you cr- can you dual class? I don't know. But so, like, Order of the French Fries, they get the Frosty Dip. So if you're within 10 feet of somebody who has chosen the Order of the Frosty, you both gain advantage on all skill rolls. Whoa. Like, that seems pretty OP. 2D20s, bitch. Wait. Frosty. Wait, people use Frosties as a dip? Oh, my God. You don't you know n- about You never this? heard about that? The, yeah, it's like for That's French fries. It's for French fries. It's a, yeah. it's a big deal. Like, fr- like fries a fries, in, fries like dipped in a chocolate malt is like a big thing. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It Je- doesn't sound good. My, I've never done it. My lovely, beautiful, and talented girlfriend, Jennifer, uh, is a big Wendy's. It, she doesn't eat fast food, but she will get a Frosty and fries. Uh, so have you tried this uh, this frosty dip? Have you had the fry dipped in the frosty? I have. It's fine. I don't. It doesn't really. Like, doesn't float. completely suck. Well, no, it doesn't suck. It doesn't really float my boat either. It's whatever. Okay. I, I I've never done it, so I, I'm I'm it's just a thing, curious. Every time I get the frosty, I dro- I'm driving home and I have the straw in there, trying to squeeze out what little frosty I can of the frosty. Why do drink. you do that? You just gotta, you know, like wait till you get home and then like. No. You, why would I, I wait till I get home? Yeah. yeah. That's have you nonsense. have you met Carlos? He has he has yeah. the uh, the patience of a child. I have heard it's the same. Technically, it's the same amount of patience since I've been a child. Right. I've heard that <laughs> Carlos can eat two chipotles. Is that? That is I mean, true. That's true, man. That's yeah. No, and then a, and then a cold stone. You know what? I did that one time. <laughs> or if, no, or was that the time I did three Chipotle? If, that was the time. No, so we fucking went to Chipotle, right? This this is this is the fucking. Story. I was there early. Yep. And like, so Carl, like Carlos went went through the line, got his Chipotle, ate his Chipotle, and then we were still in line. So he got in line with us, got another Chipotle. <laughs> ate that Chipotle and then we went to Cold Stone and I was looking at Cold Stone and he was like you know none of this looks good I'm just gonna get Chipotle again dude so Car- <laughs> so Carlos so Car- Carlos is kind of tall and so if he did if he did a, a Halloween costume it would be two Chipotles 
But if anybody else did the Halloween costume that was two Chipotles, it had to be at least two kids in a trench coat that looks like a Chipotle burrito, right? Yeah, you know, it would actually, look, <laughs> it would look like the, yeah, it would look a lot like the, you know, the Chipotle bag with like a split if down the middle. Kids did it, it have to be at least two kids. So you guys yeah. want to talk about our discussion topic? <laughs> yeah. All right, what's the best fictional bird? We're going to get to the bottom of this. Last week, we figured out what the best Tom was. Uh, Turns out it's Tom Petty. Casey didn't like that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just realized we've been recording for an hour. We need to... <laughs> for real? Oh, for shit. For real. All right. <laughs> <sighs> all, right, let's, all right, let's move on. Yeah, no, that's, that's what we're doing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what I'm trying to do. Sorry. All right, Carlos. Yeah, the best bird, right? Yeah, throw, throw yeah. me throw me your, your nomination. How about we each nominate two birds? But the what, cart, or not real bird, right? Yeah, no, cart, fictional you know, bird. Fictional bird, okay. All right. You know, I'm a big fan of uh, Falco in the Smash Brothers games. It also, like, it is also Star Fox, but, you know, mainly in the, in the, the, Smash he has Brothers the, games. he has the one that's like, Falco Punch. No, that's, uh, <laughs> that's Captain Falcon. He's, oh, okay. he's not actually a bird. His name is just <laughs> Captain Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think that the one I'd really want to put forward is Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So you're, you're putting a, a Harvey Birdman. Attorney at law. I mean, attorney. he's a man with bird wings, but he's also an attorney. So, uh, okay, so he went to law school, and he's a bird. Yeah. He's actually a man with bird wings, but yeah. Well, I feel like you're stretching the thing of bird, then. He's he's got, he's he's a big, he's a bird man. So, question, if we allow this, do you think that D. Reynolds from It's Always Sunny qualifies as a bird? Yes. I think yes. <laughs> I think we have to allow her in, right? There's, okay, I'm just, I'm, yeah. I was just curious. And we kind of have to, because like, yeah, she's a bird, right? She's a bird. Yeah. You got those big bird, bird legs. Dude, there are, like when we started talking about this earlier, there are so many f- freaking birds to, yep. to, to think of, right? So there's. There's what? There's Heckle and Jekyll. There's Woody Woodpecker. There's is Chili Willie technically a bird because he's a penguin? Yeah, Chili Willie's yeah. a bird. Right. Uh, Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn Leghorn is technically a bird. Yes. What do you mean technically a bird? Say, he's I a giant say, chicken. I All right. Say. So he is certainly a bird. <laughs> what I said was, uh, man, they're like Tweety. Tweety's like, a bird. Literally in the name. Yeah, Tweety, Tweety bird. bird. So yeah, Carlos, what, what's, what's your second bird? No, what was your first bird? No, it was Harvey Falco. Birdman. Oh, Harvey oh, Fal- oh, oh Falco. Falco. Okay, Falco. No, I, I no, no, Falco. but no, like Tweety is like a pretty good choice because you know Sylvester and Tweety solved mysteries for a little while there. Yeah. Okay. So, so your your nominations are Falco and Harvey Birdman, attorney at law, attorney at law. All right. Not to be confused with him before he was an attorney. Where okay. Just so, Birdman. um, what are your what? So, what, what's your big talking point for Falco? Why do you think Falco is the best bird? <laughs> you know, he's kind of like he's a lot like Star Fox, except not as good. So that's my that's my talking point for Falco. He's a lot like the fox, but not as good. He's faster though. He's faster, but like I mean, otherwise, like I mean, we might as well just go with Star. Oh, fox. Woodstock from uh, Snoopy. Oh, technically also yeah, a bird. Thanks, uh, thanks, chat. Uh, that is Thomas in the chat. Yeah, you know, yeah, Wood, Woodstock's oh, a bird. You remember Hen- like Henry Hawk? He was that little tough little dude that like hung out with Foghorn Leghorn. No. I do not. Yeah, remember. it was like an angry brown. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I don't remember. He's like a little angry brown bird. All right. And then why Harvey Birdman? Is it just because he has a fucking law degree? You know, I just enjoy those like cartoon, that that uh, adult swim show. It's a lot of fun. Okay. 
Roadrunner is technically a bird. Roadrunner is a bird. He's also not a very good uh, attorney. Oh, he's not? He's No, he's not. It's Ooh. pretty great. Harvey Birdman. Well, he's a bird. Oh, well. You know. There was a one time he was, because like, uh, I, I remember, I, I, they actually incorporated like a thing from the like the original show. Because I saw, like uh, when I was younger, I did see the uh, shows. They had like, uh, they used to do old reruns they'd play on Cartoon Network before they got Boomerang. And like they'd play Birdman, which is like a fucking 70s, 80s cartoon show. Where he like gets his power. He's a bird. Per- he has like bird wings, and he has like shoots lasers and all that stuff. And he gets his powers from the sun, which is you know original. Nobody else got their powers from the sun. But uh, you know, in, what color was the sun? It's like yellow. Oh, okay, I know a guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, in like one of the episodes of Harvey Birdman, like he gets addicted to sun tanning cream <laughs> to get because they get get the energy. His energy levels up. So that was yeah, that was a that was a thing that happened. All right, Brian. Yes. What birds would you like to put forth into the fight of the best birds? Dude, there's so this is insane. There are more anthropomorphic birds than you are even I know. That you even realize. But what are your favorite ones? Is it the big one himself? <sighs> the big bird? The big bird. No. Not at all. Big that bird, bird gives too many a, hugs. That's a cool bird and all that, but all right. So you got you got Pingu, you got Chili Willy. You've got Heckle and Jekyll. Are you just making things up right Woody now? Woody Woodpecker. No, dude. I know Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> that one. That's the only one you know. <laughs> Henry Hawk, Buzz Buzzer, Daffy Duck. How about Hudson Hawk? You got... That, actually- what about the Mighty Ducks cartoons where uh, it was a bunch of ducks who played hockey but were also crime fighters? Yeah, well, I remember Now we're that. going down this... They had some cool masks. <laughs> now we're they going down this really rabbit cool hole. Like this... Like cartoons. Goldberg was really cool in that cartoon. Yeah. Unlike the movies. Do the Goldberg. Flying V. V. So, uh, at my brother's wedding, there was not one, not two, but three times where we chanted quack, quack, quack. That sounds great. Quack. I like that's how you decided to waste a bunch of time of everybody at the wedding by going quack. It's great. I love it. No, man. But I'm just, oh, we're not forgetting Darkwing Duck. He is coming, uh, yeah, coming. I'm just Ooh, saying that, good. like, think about cartoons. Like, there are more birds and bears. Like, I don't want to get out of the bears. Well, no, like, well, we're not talking about the best bear. Maybe maybe are, next week we can talk about the best bear. Which type of bear is best? That's just not the question, right? We need, right? We're focused on birds right now, right, Brian. I mean, there's a zillion birds, man. So, okay. So, my I guess in my top three, uh, I got Woody Woodpecker. Uh, you know. Woody Woodpecker is like what first on being the most annoying bird. Yes, of all that's time? why he's up there for me. But then remember, like Chili Willy was like pretty much a big fucking nuisance too. Like, and you're was, sure he didn't make Chili? He Willy was a up. dick. No, no, Chili Willy's real. Chili Willy the penguin. I'm Chili Willy the penguin. I shake until I'm blue. My head is hot and my feet are cool. Ha he ha chew. This is he's just making this up, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny, like. I've been known to make shit up like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, long story short. Uh, oh, how about the uh, penguins from Beekman's World? Beekman's World? Yeah, I guess I remember that. You yeah. weird that was a nerd. <laughs> Everybody remembers those penguins, right? All right, fuck it. I'm going to go with the Woody Woodpecker. I was talking about Heckle and Jekyll. He, a chew. What about the crocodiles along the Nile? Oh, well, they're always warm as toast. They always seem to 
Mm-hmm. I'm all with you. Looks, I'm frozen. Terrible. <laughs> I'm frozen through and through. <laughs> yeah, Chili Willy is a real goddamn penguin, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so many birds could go with. Like Steven Seagal. He was uh, Animaniacs. Yeah, he was a playoff of Steven Seagal. The, right. But, oh, <laughs> no, but remember, remember a- Animaniacs? Yeah, they, I, they I, I, referenced, the... I just referenced Animaniacs. I remember that. No, I, was, I wasn't talking to you, Carlos. Uh, maybe there's other people in the room, like Casey. <laughs> and maybe I was talking to him. Ah, God, I hate you, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have Woody Woodpecker and Chili Willy. Are, <laughs> no, those, are like, those your two? The, uh, the pigeons in Animaniacs. Oh, Miguel, the, good, oh, yeah, yeah, the good fellas? Uh, the good, the good pigeons? pigeons? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Um, the good feathers, maybe? Good, good feathers? Good feathers. Maybe. It was the good feathers, right? Casey? Maybe. Looking it up. <laughs> Can I? Can, okay. I know exactly what you're talking about because they were like. All right, fine. I, I know I said often. Woody Woodpecker. Yeah, the good feathers. I'm going to go with the good feathers. Can I pick three birds? Yeah. All right. I'll allow it because you have to go with because you can't go with one of them. You have to go with all three of them. All right, I'm in. All That's right. it. Good feathers done. Okay, my nominations for <laughs> the best fictional bird. Uh, well, I got to start with the richest of all birds, Scrooge McDuck. That is a really good bird. Do you think that he like like the value of money is up just because he has so much sitting? Oh, because he's just hoarded it. He's hoarded so completely much. hoarded it. Man, you could not really swim in money. You would break your f- fucking every face thing. Well, yeah, <laughs> obviously. I think that's literally like a like a, it's got to be like a plot point in the new series. There's like, a, like, how like how do you do that? You should no, be have, dead. have you seen it's the uh, the, the realistic uh, Ducktales intro? Yeah, where like it's <laughs> no. uh, Scrooge McDuck like dives into his money pit and then breaks his neck immediately. I mean, that's, a we- that's a weird flex. I, 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 yeah, I, I've <laughs> hell in the last like ten episodes I've referenced how like ducks rape each other and that's with their that- sco- with their corkscrew penises. Yeah, it's that's all in that uh, that. Uh, all right, so so like thing. in in that in that same line, like I was thinking about Darkwing Duck because Darkwing Duck is fucking <laughs> awesome, but. Like Darkwing Duck is kind of a bumbling fool. He's really so, second fiddle to Launchpad. Launchpad, yeah. But like, but McQuack. then Quack. Was, it, was he McQuack? It's, it's, it's Launchpad. Yeah, Launchpad well, McQuack. Yep. Wasn't he? The, he was like the pilot. But he's, he? but he's also the pilot in Ducktales. Yeah. Wait, and, wait. But he's a completely like he's a buffoon in Ducktales. Were there any ducks in Tailspin? No. Tailspin was bears and a tiger. And Baloo. Are you sure? It was yeah. Jungle Book, except they flew planes. Yep. Yeah. Tail, tailspin. Uh, Baloo was a bear. Um, and Can like, you there's fire the up the uh, the Ducktales theme song? Not. I mean, I mean not without us like, getting like taking. Gosling, yeah. Prob- okay. Probably shouldn't Duck do tails, that one. Yeah. Woohoo! Chili Willie. Oh, that's a, oh, sorry. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Chili Willie's probably like. Pro- Chili Willie's probably okay. Public domain. Like, yeah. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, and then. Yeah, so like I was thinking about that, but then then like I'm like, all right, so I already have Scrooge McDuck from that franchise, mm. and I was like, Foghorn Leghorn, that's a good bird, like that's just a fantastic bird. Um, I mean, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say. So regular then how do extra you, crispy. So how do you not? How, did I say? God damn, it's not Hudson Hawk because you said Hudson. Hawk. No, so Hudson Hawk is <laughs> the is the Bruce Willis movie. It's just movie. Bruce Willis. <laughs> it, yeah, it, but no, the 
Like was, he flies. The hawk that the, it was a little like he, I'm a chicken hawk, right? Like he was a little brown hawk. I I don't I don't know. Well, uh, you have Google in front of you. Well, yeah, but I'm also trying to come up with my second bird. Chicken hawk, foghorn leghorn, Henry Hawk. I didn't know about Henry Hawk. I yeah, know foghorn leghorn. You might leghorn. like him. I might. You you're might right. have picked him if you would have known. If I would have known about him, you're right. I may have picked him. Well, at the very least, it's got to be better than Hudson Hawk, right? That was. I mean, Hudson Hawk movie. is a fun movie. It's not very good. No, yeah, it's it terrible, really but it's kind of fun. Yeah. I don't know about that. What do you mean you don't know about that? I don't know about it. The, about, about that. Oh, okay. All right. That's that makes sense. <laughs> That's, I'm glad that I was. I just I just had to repeat myself three times. And well, Carlos, I wasn't listening to the first three. Well, I don't know about that. I haven't seen yeah. now. Yeah, I, so now who's I, your bird then? Okay. So I, I be, keep going through all these, and like I wasn't going to choose one, another one from Ducktales, but I am, and I'm going to go with Gizmo Duck. I remember him. Yeah. Because Gizmo Duck um, is actually a good superhero, unlike Darkwing Duck. But like it's like what is this uh, blathering blather sketch? Yeah, it is is what activates his uh activates his Oh suits. yeah, so, yeah. He had like a, one of those helmets where different shit would pop out yep. of it, like a helicopter. Well yeah, yeah. He's he's essentially like a mix between Iron Man and Inspector Gadget. And he had like he has one wheel, like where his legs connect yep. to the wheel and then the, it has like shocks. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, Gizmo Duck is the fucking best. All right. We have Seven, because Brian chose three, uh, <laughs> to vote on. Sorry. No, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, so our nominees for best fictional bird are Falco. I don't know that one. I'm Harvey Birdman. Attorney at law. Attorney at law. Uh, Woody Woodpecker. Yes. Chili Willie. Yes. Good Feathers. Yes. Scrooge McDuck. And Gizmo Duck. All right. Oh, All right. Man. Everyone gets two votes. All right. That's how we're going to do this. You can only use one vote to vote for one of yours. Otherwise, you have to vote for something that you did not nominate. All right. All right. So, votes for Falco. I'm not voting for Falco. Zero. Okay. Uh, Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. I'll put a vote out for him. Nope. Okay. We have one for Harvey Birdman. Not happening. All right. Woody Woodpecker. I'm gonna throw one up for Woody Woodpecker. I'm not. I don't know why. Gonna you vote would. for that because I like Woody Woodpecker. He's a monster. I'll, I'm gonna vote for something else. Okay, Matt, you're gonna get in here and you're gonna vote for what the best bird is. You only get one vote. Do we have options already? Uh, yes. Yeah, we're, so all right. So I, I will read through them uh, again. We have Falco from Star Fox, Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, Woody Woodpecker, uh, Chili Willie. Uh, the Good Feathers from Animaniacs, Scrooge McDuck, and Gizmo Duck. He's a Chili Willie's a penguin, Matt. I'm gonna Google it for you. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, we played the song. All right, so um, he was kind of a dick. Yep. So we we just took votes for Woody Woodpecker. Uh, now we are on to votes for Chili Willie. Gosh, anybody well, voting for Chili Willie? I can only vote for my own. For one of your own. Oh, uh, the chat is voting for uh, Woody the Woodpecker as well. God. Really? What a bunch of monsters. Yep. I'm throwing my pecker. Do they too. like things that are real? <laughs> no, my the pecker, pecker is involved. You know what? Maybe. We're <laughs> you know, I'm just going to put this out there. Maybe our chat <laughs> likes things that are annoying. Maybe they like, like peckers. Show. Well, they're listening to this fucking <laughs> yeah. show. All right. All right. Votes for Chili Willy. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, wait. There was Chili Willy? Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Would I'm you gonna, like to vote you for know Chili Willy? Chili Willy is, Pete? No. <laughs> it's either Pecker or Willy. 
I don't know which one I like. Chili Willie's a penguin. Well, let's, let's he's kind of a dick. Okay. Vote for Good Feathers. Hell yeah. I'm totally voting there. for Good Feathers. I, I'm going to put my second vote for Good Feathers as well, which means I do not get a vote for any of my own. How many votes do you get? Uh, two. Two. One for your own, one for not, but you guys yep. count for you dudes. All right. Scrooge McDuck. Any right. votes for Scrooge I'm, McDuck? I'm throwing my hat in the ring. I did not pick Scrooge McDuck, but I am throwing my hat in the ring for Scrooge McDuck because I think he is the fucking classic duck. You know All what I'm right. saying? Like... Who's Goodfeather? The, the good, good Feathers. The Good Feathers. They're those three like gangster ducks, uh, like the gangster um, pigeons gangster from pigeons uh, Animaniacs. Animaniacs. Basically, exactly like oh. Goodfellas, yeah. except it's just they're they're pigeons. Yeah. All right. But, so we have one for Scrooge McDuck and Gizmo Duck. Are there any votes left? Uh, I don't I think, think so. so. All right. I didn't know who Goodfeathers was. I changed mine to Goodfeathers. From what? Woody from Woodpecker. Woody Woodpecker. Yep. All right. Well, All right. Shit. I think that might be a tie. Um, no, no. We were tied, and now is Good there... Feathers wins with four. Good Feathers are the... I don't the... think so. Uh, oh, did you want to vote for something, Peter? Chili Willy, please. Okay. <laughs> You're in the minority. <laughs> Carry on. All right. Uh, there are now four votes for the Good Feathers. Yes. So those are the best fictional birds. It helps that there were three wow. of them. Um, yep. Uh, second, the oh, second the best is Woody Woodpecker. Um, then tied what? for last is Harvey Birdman, attorney at law, Chili Willy, and Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> cool. All right, should we get the I fuck like out that. of here? Yeah. yeah. Let's <laughs> fucking do some. By the way, let's do some gaming. Voiced by Maurice Lamarch, John Mariano, and uh, Chick Venera. Like that's how you want to end this, Which, Carlos? By the way, with credits. Anybody was like, <laughs> if anybody's wondering who like the good fellows they were inspired by, because who knows who the hell? The good Do you remember are. their names though? Ray Liotta, Robert De Niro, and Joe Pesci's characters from Goodfellas. So if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnessstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com. So Studios. You can follow us on Twitter at blindnessstudios. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye. This is one for the birds. Peace.